Hi everyone, welcome back to Kindergarten Kept Simple, the podcast where we talk about kindergarten and all things early learning. I'm Mariah and today we're going to be talking about outdoor education in the winter. I'm not sure where you are in the world listening to this, but where I am, it is winter. And winter here in this part of Canada brings snow, cold temperatures, and lots of wind and rain. And right now I'm living in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, but I grew up and am aiming to get back to Ottawa. And in Ottawa, the winters hit hard. I'm talking like minus 30 degrees Celsius on the regular, lots of snow and ice and sleet and gray skies and just everything you can imagine about winter happens there. And winter is not everyone's cup of tea, let's be honest. It's hard to feel excited to go bundle up and play outside when it's minus 18. It's hard to feel happy about getting all of our 30 kindergartners dressed into their wet snow pants when it's time for second recess and then tell them to keep their hats and mittens on and things are getting lost. And we ourselves are getting cold and people are complaining about being cold and there's ice on the yard and you're not allowed to play in all these different areas and you can't touch the structure and blah, blah, blah. It is hard to be excited to play outside. But today's episode, I'm hoping, is really going to light a bit of an outdoor education spark for you this winter, encourage you to get out a little bit more, and help you make the most of that outdoor time so that it is as pleasant as possible. Because the truth is, Behavior management drastically improves when we are spending time outside. You will notice everyone just feels more refreshed, has more energy throughout the day, has that space to get their sillies out, all of that. I'm pretty sure it's safe to say that we can all agree that it's easy to get outside when it's 18 degrees and sunny and the children are happy and running around and there's so many things that they get to play with. It's easy to really lean into that kind of outdoor education. It's much harder to lean into outdoor education and to see the value when we have the elements literally working against us. So let's start off with a little refresher about why outdoor education is so amazing, even in the winter. And this is a list that, you know, might just be a helpful reminder for you in this moment before we talk about getting outside, but also it could be something that you're going to type out and send to your parents if they are the ones questioning you about going outside when it's minus 10, minus 15. And I'll put it in the show notes so you can just easily copy and paste that and send that home to them because I know it's very common. Parents have been fine with you spending an hour outside until all of a sudden end of November, December, and then they start, you know, coming to you with a few questions. Well, what temperature do you stop going outside? Well, how long are you spending outside? Well, What if their things are wet? What if they forgot their hat? That's when the questions start coming up and we need to have some sort of, you know, narrative ready to go that we can share with them about why we are still continuing to go outside for outdoor education program and why there's so much benefit to that. So my kind of go-to list includes the fact that outdoor learning gives gives us an appreciation for all seasons and develops our resilience for when conditions aren't picture perfect. And this is obviously a transferable skill to all aspects of our life. But if we're teaching our kids we can only go outside when it's sunny and a beautiful day, then we're kind of reinforcing this notion that we're limited in what we see as a positive day. When really we are the ones who have control over what we see as positive and what we bring into our day. So helping them develop an appreciation for all weather conditions and finding the beauty in the moment, regardless of what the weather is, is really powerful. 
You can also tell them we need space. We need space to move and jump and run and yell and explore all of our gross motor skills. And this is significantly easier when we're outside of the limits of our classroom. I also love telling them that when we're outside, we can breathe more deeply, which allows us to energize our bodies and help us make us through and help us make it through the long learning day. Having that pause for fresh air, the change of scenery, getting outside the walls of our classroom really helps move the day along and helps everyone self-regulate and just manage the expectations of the school day significantly better. And that in turn kind of leads into the next point, which is that taking a break from our learning space helps us focus and turn our minds on when we return. It freshens up the classroom. We don't get bored and start kind of tuning things out in our environment because we've been in there for too long. So it's just a nice break from the learning space, come back in fresh, ready to go. And finally, I like to tell them that developing our curiosity for the natural world is just an extremely important part of our development as global citizens and as budding scientists. It's hard to appreciate nature, the environment, the world around us, our community, if we're stuck inside and we're not truly experiencing that firsthand. So being able to get outside and seeing the sidewalk plows go by and seeing the squirrels, you know, running up and down the trees that are covered in snow and noticing the icicles that are forming, these are all things that are naturally going to pique our inquiry and naturally pique our interest in the things that are happening around us, which in turn is going to just create a really strong appreciation and interest in everything that's going on around them. And I know it's easier said than done to get out there, right? We, we can talk about all these benefits all day long, but I know when you're looking outside and the winds are howling and the sky is gray and, you know, there's some sleet about to come down and Jimmy's snow pants are soaking wet and you forgot your extra pair of mittens at home and your toes got cold, it's hard to convince yourself it's going to be worth it to get outside. And that hurdle of getting dressed and getting out there is often the hardest part. So it's common that maybe a big part of you is going to want to just stay inside and extend playtime. Stay inside and put on Cosmic Kids Yoga. Stay inside and read a book. So here are some of my tips to make outdoor learning in the winter as successful as possible. Because when we set ourselves up for success, when we eliminate as many of those roadblocks that we know are going to pop up as possible, the more likely we are to actually follow through with our outdoor education plans and our outdoor education program. The first one, you're going to kind of be like, duh. The first one is dress warmly. But you will be surprised how much of a difference it makes when you yourself are appropriately dressed for outdoor education. Because something that I've noticed is that on the yard, often the kids are fine. The kids are enjoying themselves. They're learning. They're having a great time. But an adult will say, I'm cold. I'm bored. I want to go in. And then it's time to wrangle all the kids and we go in. And this is really a you problem. This is an adult problem that we have decided to then transition our kids out of their learning that they are enjoying and bring them inside because we are uncomfortable. And it's important to remember that it's really not about us and kindergarten is not a fashion show. So put on your thickest socks, you know, throw on your warmest cougar boots or whatever you have, grab some snow pants, put some fleeced line leggings on under, put a sweater on a scarf, a coat, everything. We are not only modeling to our littles that we need to protect our bodies and we need to dress warmly so that we can enjoy our time outside, but truly you're just setting yourself up for success so that you are as comfortable as possible outside. 
the more comfortable you are, the longer you'll want to stay out, the more you'll be able to engage with your littles, the less complaining that you yourself are going to be modeling, and the less tempted you're going to be to move the play inside based on an adult problem. My next piece of advice is to spice up your play area. So sometimes it's hard when you go out to your little kinder pen and there's the structure in the middle. You're not allowed to play on the structure because the ground's been frozen and there's a huge, you know, ice patch underneath that everyone's always falling on. Now there's a pile on it. You can't go there. And you feel like you're spending your whole playtime just telling them where they can't go and trying to restrict their movement and restrict their play and almost like lifeguarding your yard because they're just moths to a flame trying to get to that structure or that ice patch. So spice up where you're playing. Do you have access to the field at your school? They love playing in the field, especially if you've got a big dump of snow and there's so much that can be done. Or maybe the older kids have made forts and you want to go and explore them. This is a really easy way to just get out and explore a new area of your yard and spice up that feeling of your outdoor learning. Do you have a side lawn that maybe is protected and has no wind coming into it? When we play in new areas, we're helping to keep everyone moving because they're interested and they're exploring, which again is going to help reduce those feelings of being too cold because everyone's on the move. Their muscles are moving around, they're heating their bodies up. And you might even find that some areas have better shelter from the wind than others and that can make your play outside a lot more enjoyable as well. The other thing you can do is have some go-to ideas ready for your friends who are inevitably going to approach you and say they're cold. I know you probably know who I'm talking about. There are going to be some friends who every single day come up and say I'm bored, I'm cold. So when you have things ready to go that you can kind of interest them in, entice them with, it's going to help them to get distracted from being bored and cold, get them moving, and help them to enjoy the outdoors. Bringing easy things out like magnifying glasses, scavenger hunt cards, toy animals, magnets, anything like that for kind of impromptu activities can really help because often if they're just saying I'm cold, it really means I'm bored. But equally as often, they will literally just come out and say, I'm bored. So you don't need to make this a big, huge, intense plan about your education, but just have a few things in a basket, pull it out when you need something to pull out. And it's going to really go a long way. My last little tidbit for you is to just be upfront and talk to the families about going outside. They probably knew that you were going outside at the beginning of the year, but it's important to remind them you're going to be continuing to go outside because some of them just might assume that outdoor education is over because it's winter. So we want to make sure that they're in the loop and that they are dressing their littles as appropriately as they can for the weather that day so that, again, it's all about just setting ourselves up for success. So remind them again. Ask them if they have any too small mittens or hats or mismatched mittens, mismatched socks, anything like that can be sent in as extras for the other students in your class that they might have lying around at home. This is actually really common. Like a lot of the time they'll just have a one-off mitten. They went off to get another pair. They're just going to send that one mitten in. So if you need it, great. When someone loses a mitten at school during the day, you can pull from that extras pile. I've also been known to use the lost and found um, when needed to go and add extra layers to some of my students who weren't as prepared for the weather as they needed to be and just utilizing whatever resources you can to bundle up so that we can just focus on enjoying the outside instead of focusing on being cold. If you need a little bit more inspo for your outdoor education, I do have a resource for you. It has 
15 winter play ideas and the feedback on it has been pretty sweet so far talking about how you know the outdoor activities are really great for incorporating all kinds of literacy and numeracy and people have been even sending it home to families to give them things to do on the weekend and it's been just great there's just lots of fun ideas in there to help you stay warm and engaged and inspired this winter so i will link that to you in the comments so that you will be suiting up to head outside faster than you can say past the hot chocolate (laughs) yeah with that we will wrap up this episode of kindergarten kept simple I would love to see what you're doing outside these days. Toss me a tag on Instagram at a playful purpose. If your account is private, then send me a message with some pics. I'd love to see you and your littles outside enjoying the snow, all bundled up like snowmen. So keep in touch and we'll chat again soon. 